Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Okay, now you can go. Wait, what do I have to say? Just say your name, your age, and your occupation or school if you're not occupied. <laughs> okay. Wait, what was it again? My name? Name, my age, age, and your school. And your okay. job, if you have a job. Alright, hello. <laughs> my name is Sandra. Do I have to say my last name? <laughs> no, you can say Sandra. It doesn't matter. Okay. Hi, my name is Sandra, and... <laughs> I forgot. I forgot how old I am. I'm Connie. And I'm Cassie. Welcome to the Connie X Cassie Show. Today, we will share the interviews we conducted with a variety of different guests and explore the benefits of and fears commonly associated with GMOs. So, what exactly are GMOs? You've probably heard the acronym GMO a handful of times in your life. Our guests have too. When asked about GMOs, here are their responses. My name is Estelle. I'm 17. I go to Carlmont High School and I'm a senior. A GMO is a genetically modified organism. So when I think of think of like vegetables and fruits that have been like genetically altered, I guess, to be like more appealing to the public, like I to like be in supermarkets and stuff, or they like to last longer, or to taste a certain way, or to look a certain way, or to smell a certain way. My name is Gina Partridge. I'm 18 years old. I go to the Harker School, and I am currently a student. There's a lot of debate on whether <laughs> GMOs are beneficial or, I guess, harmful to those who like consume them. But like, technically, most, if not all, of the plants and vegetables that we do eat nowadays, like especially if you buy them from a grocery store. Most of them probably are genetically modified. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just like, even though a lot of them do say like, oh, tech, non-GMO, whatever, usually they're like mo- more expensive or uh, I guess labeled as healthier when actually that may not entirely be the case. Um, but basically like for genetically modified plants and like vegetables or whatnot, basically just like select the genes that are more beneficial. More concisely put, GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organism and can include both animals and plants. But for the sake of today's episode, we'll be referring to the agricultural component of GMOs. Crops are genetically modified for a variety of reasons, some being to increase nutritional value, consumer appeal, or to boost the survival of the plant itself. Scientists manufacture GMOs by transferring genes from one organism to another. This can be compared to crossbreeding, where scientists selectively breed organisms with the desired attributes to produce offspring with beneficial traits from both parents. With GMOs, scientists are also trying to create an improved organism by isolating desired genes in one organism and adding them to another. Scientists have been successful at producing these organisms to the extent that they impact numerous industries. 
One of the key industries that GMOs impact is agriculture, which also impacts business and health. Now we'll hear from Catherine Wang, a senior at Limbrook High School, about her experiences with organic produce as a worker at Sweetgreen. My name is Catherine Wang. I'm 18 years old. I am an adult. Um, I go to Limbrook High School, and my job is at Sweetgreen, which is um, a local like salad restaurant. We market ourselves as like an organic brand. So, like, um, on the re- on the re- ingredients list on the door, like, where every- we have a list of where everything is sourced, and, like, everything is sourced, like, ethically, and there's no GMOs, everything is organic, and we, like, list all our farms and things. Um, and so that specifically is really important to, like, the niche of customers that um, actually go to our store. Although companies like Sweetgreen place importance on the value of organic produce, There are countless reasons why GMOs should be incorporated into restaurant menus and home kitchens. For one, GMOs can enhance the flavor of foods. Grapery claims that as a result of genetic modification, their quote, cotton candy grapes taste exactly like the pink spun sugar treat you loved as a kid at the circus. However, the benefits of GMOs are not always evident to consumers. We'll hear what Sandra Chu, a freshman at Northwestern University, has to say about the benefits of GMOs. Hello, my name is Sandra, and I am 19 years old. I am a freshman at Northwestern University. Before we get into the interview with Sandra, I just wanted to clarify for a minute that I had previously asked her where she got her information about GMOs because her mom owns a local produce shop, and she said that she got her information about GMOs from her mother and from various online sources. How do you feel about GMOs based on your readings and your mom? <laughs> um, based on my mom, it's very negative reviews. Um, apparently, it can cause autism and cancer and all sorts of bodily problems, according to my mom. <laughs> um, um, from, all, from the other sources, the reviews are mixed. There are positive things, there are like a lot of positive sides to GMOs, like um, you can modify like fruits or vegetables to be more resilient to like, so let's say climate change, or you can modify them to like have it like vitamin fortified to um, feed like um, countries that need food and nutrients that Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> etc. And like bananas, for example, when they're going extinct, you can gen- genetically modify them or experiment to find um, new varieties that will be resilient to like whatever, what was it, that disease or fungus or something Isn't like that. Like sickle cell? So you that? can find like, and you can also like modify them to be like better in ways um, like in taste, texture, etc. Like Sandra said, there are numerous benefits of GMOs. We'll introduce what we believe to be the top three. GMOs can be used to increase the nutritional value of organisms with the knowledge that ingested beta-carotene is converted to vitamin A. The Golden Rice Project manufactured a rice that had daffodil, bacteria, and corn genes inserted. Ultimately, this led to a significant increase in beta-carotene, a precursor of vitamin A. This is extremely helpful because according to Harvard University's Science in the News, 
Vitamin A deficiency affects one-third of children in the world under age 5 and is the leading cause of childhood blindness. Thus, GMOs can be used to prevent health issues as they become increasingly available in markets and research allows scientists to target specific deficiencies. GMOs also impact human well-being in a broader way. They can be used to address food insecurity, a problem that the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization identifies as urgent. Quote, global projections show that in addition to projected investments in agriculture, further significant investment will be needed to enhance access to food. Otherwise, some 370 million people could still be hungry in 2050. The need for food to feed the growing world is undeniable. That's where GMOs come in. Scientists are able to create resilient crops by modifying their ability to photosynthesize or introducing self-fertilization. According to Gerst magazine, genetically modified grains, quote, could grow 50% more food per acre. Moreover, self-fertilizing grains, quote, would boost yields for poor families who can't afford additional fertilizer, and it would cut down on the nitrogen runoff that creates these dead ocean zones. The article by Grist touched on the role of GMOs in preventing ocean dead zones. That's just one of the ways GMOs protect the environment. A study by Nature Communications displayed that, through specific genetic manipulation, increasing PSBS expression suppresses stomal openings with little effect on CO2 uptake, and so increases water usage efficiency. In other words, the genetically modified plant had better water usage efficiency than the non-GMO plant, demonstrating the ability of GMOs to save water and develop drought-resistant plants. In addition to decreasing the resources needed to grow plants, GMO plants can also protect the biodiversity of an ecosystem, which is considered an indicator of how stable it is. GMOs not only help reduce application of pesticides and ensure we conserve biodiversity, but also help protect biodiversity by improving yields, which reduces the need to turn forests and wetlands, which are typically species-rich, into agricultural fields. Simply put, genetically modified organisms promote sustainability and conserve the ecosystem. Despite the strong reasons that we have presented in support of GMOs, there remain myths that must be addressed. First, many people are concerned that genetically modified food is, quote, unnatural, making it unsafe, and that more research needs to be done. Robert Goldberg, a plant molecular biologist at UCLA, explains that these fears should be diminished because hundreds of millions of genetic experiments involving every type of organism on Earth already exist, and people continue eating billions of meals without a problem. Further support for GMOs is overwhelming. The American Medical Association, the National Academy of Sciences, the American Association for Advancement of Sciences, and the World Health Organization all consider GMOs safe. Many also fear that GMO increases the use of pesticides, creating superweeds. However, this is only true of GMOs that are made pesticide tolerant. 
This occurs because, quote, the genetically modified crops increased the evolutionary selection pressure on weeds. People started using pesticides more regularly, and during the cropping season, any weed that could survive gained an enormous competitive advantage and spread its seeds. Thus, although some GMOs have negative impacts on the environment, it is unfair to allow the downsides of a few specific organisms to characterize the plants as a whole. We hope the resources and interviews we share today have broadened your understanding about GMOs. We hope that the next time you go to a grocery store, you'll be more conscious about the origins of the produce in your shopping cart. And we hope that we convinced you that genetically modified organisms are good for both humanity and the planet at large. Thanks to all our guests who took time out of their day to sit down with us and have a chat. And special thanks to all our listeners who've been with us since episode one. This has been The Connie X. Cassie Show.